Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget you can subscribe to Locked On Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. So, as you all may know, we traded Taylor Hall. Uh, I know, big shock, big surprise, right? Um, so, we have two new players in the <clears throat> AHL for us in, in Binghamton. We have Nate Schnarr another Nate, because we already have Nate Basham, and Nick Merkley. So, I know a little bit about uh, Nick Merkley. I think I mentioned that before, just because he, like, played with Dylan Strom and, like, I don't know, was, like, a call-up and send-down, and he was kind of, like, a yo-yo for the Arizona Coyotes organization for a little bit. So, it's really uh, interesting to see him now kind of get his shot to flourish because this is just like I'm just gonna go on a tangent here um I don't think the Arizona Coyotes are good at developing young players um I think I mentioned it in one of my earlier podcasts this week but I just don't I don't think Rick Tockett knows how to deal with young players I think he needs people to come in who know what they're doing in the NHL so he can just put them in and not have to deal with them you know I feel like that's the type of coach he is um Meanwhile, there are other coaches who are really good at developing young players, um, other organizations who are really good at it. So, anyway, I'm not saying that the Devils are or are not one of those organizations. I think that we're going to find out soon if they're good at it. Um, I think the coaching change is definitely making a change in how we develop young players. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I think it's also going to be important because we have so many young players to see how the Devils do with all the young players that we have um, and the new young players and the players we have coming up. Like, the whole team is, like, a young team. I mentioned this in yesterday's podcast. Like, we have... Nico and the Jespers and Jack Hughes and Gusev like we have a young team so it's going to be very interesting to see how they react to this organization and how the organization reacts to them um if that makes sense so yeah Nick Markley didn't really get his uh time to shine in Arizona but I think that he will get some time in the New Jersey Devils organization, whether it be with the AHL in Binghamton or it be um, up in New Jersey. I'm not sure if he's ready for New Jersey yet. I'm not ready. I'm not sure if he's ready for the NHL yet, Um, but I think that he could get there someday. I think that he had a better chance of making the NHL um, earlier in his career, but because you know, the devil, oops, the Coyotes organization isn't great at developing young players. He didn't get his chance, and I think that his development was a little stunted. Um, I'm not 100% sure of that being the case. Um, That's just how I feel. Um, He was a really, like, 
good prospect uh, coming out of the draft. Um, But he didn't break into the NHL and, like, he wasn't doing too, like, he wasn't killing it in the AHL either. Now, I know I, I made this connection before, but I just need to bring up the fact that it's the same deal with um, with Dylan Strom of the Chicago Blackhawks. He he was failed to make it in the NHL. He wasn't doing great in the AHL, but he got traded, was given a good chance, and he ended up kind of making a name for himself in the NHL and blowing up the league. So I don't see why Nick Markley can't also do that. So just a little bit about Nick Markley. Um, he he shoots right. He's a forward. Uh, he was drafted 30th overall in 2015. Um, I don't know if you care about this. He's five foot 11, 191 pounds apparently. Um, he with the Roadrunners. Um, last season. He played 45 games, had 10 goals, 24 assists, totaling 34 points. Um, so that's pretty cool. Like, that's not terrible. 34 points in 45 games, you know, that's pretty good. Um, so far this season, he's played 26 games. He's had three goals, 13 assists, totaling 16 points. Um, so, you know, not, not terrible, um, I think he's, he definitely has a lot of potential. So I'm excited to see what the Devils organization can do for him and what he can do for the Devils organization. Now on to Nate Schnarr. So Nate Schnarr is only 20. He's a centerman and he shoots right. Um, he's 6'3", 181 pounds, so he's a slimmer guy. Um, and he was drafted 75th overall in the 2017 draft. Um, so last season he played with a golf storm in the OHL. Um, he had, uh, let me just, he had, uh, 65 games played. He had 34 goals, 68 assists, totaling 102 points. Um, that's kind of crazy. Um, I know the O is like a completely different, uh, atmosphere, completely different type of game than the A in the NHL, but still 102 points. That's pretty good. So then we fast forward to this season with the Roadrunners. He had 22 games played, one goal eight assists, totaling nine points. So not as good. He's still probably adjusting, um, to life in the AHL. Um, I'm not sure if this kid is going to be a NHL ready player anytime soon. Um, just from what I've watched. Um, so I don't know. That's just my take on him and these two guys, honestly. Um, I don't know too much. So now I want to play for you guys a quote from Nick Merkley um, on the trade uh, before I get into the final piece of the trade. That sounded bad. The final person who was involved in the trade. 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, talked to Mermis. He was my captain uh, last year, so um, it's nice to know him, and he's kind of got me getting to know the guys, and um, obviously that helps a lot. And Yeah, I've heard all good things about the organization. heard it's run really good, and I'm just excited to be here, and um, yeah, hopefully I can um, do, do really well and kind of fit in smoothly here. So, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Nick knows... Um, he has a few familiar faces, and then um, Nate apparently trains with the other Nate um, during the off season. Um, so it's cool that they have some familiar faces in the locker room. That's like a positive sign, and that leaves me hopeful to them um, kind of fitting into the organization seamlessly. It's um, what we can only hope for with these guys, right? Like. No one wants to see them lose. We all want to see them win. Um, So hopefully they're going to be able to really fit in with the team and get acclimated. And it could take some time. Like, I mean, they're coming from, like, a completely different division. So they're going to need to, like, learn these teams and learn the team and systems that they're playing in. But overall, um, I don't know, I'm excited for them. I really hope that this goes well for them. All right, so the last person involved in the trade was Kevin Ball. Again, hope I'm saying his name correctly. He is only 19. Um, he uh, is playing... He's obviously a defense- defenseman. I've seen on... Um, Elite prospects and hockey DB, and then other reporters, um, like just reporting on it. Um, I've seen him either six six or six seven. Uh, either way, big guy. His weight is two hundred twenty nine pounds. Again, big guy. Um, right now, he is playing with the Ottawa sixty sevens in the OHL. Um, he has played 28 games and has five goals and 15 assists totaling 20 points last season he played 68 games he had six goals 28 assists and 34 points this is a good amount of points for a defenseman to be putting up um especially a bigger defenseman who you would expect to be a more defensive defenseman um so that's pretty positive um i'm happy to see that um also, I'm happy to see a lot of the things I've been seeing about his style of play and, like, videos that I've seen on him. He's an aggressive guy. Obviously, with his size, you have to be. You don't have to be, but, like, it's expected of you. But also, he um he's, like, really good at skating, <laughs> and he's fast. Um, I don't know. He's, like... A talented player on top of his size you know sometimes guys rely on their size and they don't have to be that much that talented um just in general I'm not going to name any names <laughs> it's just a thing that I feel like happens sometimes in hockey however you know he has both the size and the uh ability let's say so that's pretty good to see um it's encouraging to see 
Okay, so Mikey McLeod has been kind of making a splash, making a name for himself in the NHL. Okay, side note, everyone calls him Michael. Everyone calls him Michael or Mike. I don't know a Michael or Mike. I know a Mikey. <laughs> like, he goes by Mikey. That's just what his, like, family calls him. Um, and, like, on Insta- I follow him on Instagram. Um, that's what, like, his friends call him. In interviews with uh, Mississauga Steelheads, they always called him Mikey. Um, so it's so weird to see him being referred to as Mike. Um, it's just funny to me. Um, so just that was just a little side note for me. Um, yeah, so he's been, oops, um, I just dropped something. He's been looking more confident in the NHL. Um, he showed that in the past few games that he's been playing in, but especially, um, in the Ducks game, there's this one moment where he, like, had the puck and he was getting, like, a lot of pressure by Silverberg and like usually he probably like would have dumped the puck or tried to pass it to somebody or lost the puck he held on to it and was like very confident and calm with it um it's like little plays like that where you can tell that his development is really coming along and it's really great to see so I'm really happy about that um always rooting for Mikey McLeod I really am um so that's pretty cool to see. Um, now I'm going to play a little bit of a interview, ooh, an interview with Mikey McLeod and Amanda Stein, um, and just play a little quote from that. Yeah, I think uh, you know as the games went on, I got more comfortable and kind of you know still growing my confidence. Uh, you know, having the confidence to maybe carry the puck more, but. Uh, you know, I've been playing a pretty simple game and playing hard, so I'm going to try and build off that. So, like Mikey McLeod was saying, his confidence is really key right now. Um, it's really it's really a very important part of the way he plays um, and how he plays. So, I don't know, that's just really encouraging to hear that he's been feeling more confident and he knows that the confidence factor of his game is like, important um so that's just something um I really liked out of that interview and there's one other thing uh part of that interview that I want to play and it's him talking about um how he's a centerman first and foremost and uh how that coach Naz wants to keep him in that position because that's where he's been playing down in Binghamton. So, yeah. Here we go. Wait. Here we go. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've been playing center center pretty much my whole life. So, you know, it's a position I know probably best. And, uh, you know, for me, I take take pride in kind of, you know, what centerman does, what their role is, kind of winning face-offs and, you know, being responsible down low. So I'm, I'm looking to build off that. He then goes on to say that playing a simple game is kind of like what he's learned is important for him to succeed in the NHL. Um, so basically, I'm playing you this and talking about this because I really like what Mikey McLeod has been saying. Um, I really like his, like, I don't know, his his uh, bravado. I don't, I don't actually know the right word for it. Um 
but the vibes that he's bringing in this year. Um, and I know that's such like a Gen Z thing to say, the vibes he brings to the locker room. But <laughs> I digress. I do think he brings something to the locker room and brings something to the ice that he didn't bring before. Um, and whether it's because he's consistently playing center, whether it's him just learning the game, uh, the professional game more, um, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but we've seen something change in Mikey McLeod, and I'm very uh, happy about it. I think it's very important for the Devils to acknowledge that, to see that, um, to you know, reward that so that other process can see like, yeah, my development and my hard work isn't paying off, you know, like, or there is going to be a payoff for it. Um, so I really, really, uh, like what we're seeing from Mikey McLeod. I really do. Um, I'm recording this a little early. Um, I'm recording this before the game even ends for against Anaheim. So as of right now, he did have a multi-point night um, the other night in Arizona where he had two assists, almost scored his first goal but didn't because um, one of the Jespers got a piece of it. I can't remember which Jesper at the moment. Um, however, I don't know. I like what we're seeing from him. Um, really happy that he's kind of fighting his, finding his footing in the NHL uh, with the Devils because I think that he could be a key piece to this Devils lineup later on in the, um, I don't know, later on in a few years. And I don't know. I just, I think that he's going to be someone to keep an eye on, to say the least. So because this has turned into like a prospect podcast, which is not what I intended it to do, um, I just kind of came in here and was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, talk about whatever is on my mind. I didn't have any talking points for today because, you know, I already recorded the podcast after the Anaheim Ducks game. Like, what else is there to talk about, you know? So anyway, had nothing planned. This is turning into a prospects podcast. Great. Cool. So anyway, um... I'm so sorry about this. I cannot pronounce his name. Um, I'm going to attempt to uh, off of what I heard from the broadcast tonight. Uh, Giles Sen. Um, I'm playing in America, North America, for the first time. Quote, it's really different, everything. How the players act, the shooting mentality, they're not searching for another pass. It's pretty intense. In Switzerland, it's a pretty good league, but you have more time. Um, end quote, obviously. Um, so, yeah, um, he is playing, um, he's only 23, um, and he, fun little tidbit, is friends with Nico's younger brother because they played on the same Swiss League, I believe, um, but yeah, this is his first call-up, um, he, he's been playing down with Binghamton, um, again, only 23, both of our goaltenders right now are 23, that's wild, um, so his height, he's 6'5", his weight, 203, so he's a bigger goalie, um, catches left instead of shoots left, you know, get it, because he's a goalie, sorry, bad, 
not even a joke. Um, so yeah, he played, um, in Switzerland up until this season. So he played, um, in Binghamton for 13 games. Um, his save percentage is 0.896 and his goals against average is 2.95. Um, I'm not getting his record, um, and in Binghamton, um, as soon as I get it, I'll tweet it out because I'm not finding it right now. Um, but alas, he's been playing in Binghamton. He's adjusting to the NHL or the HLs, I guess. Um, he's adjusting to playing in the, in North America, which is a very different style of hockey than, uh, European hockey is. So kudos to him honestly. And I'm excited to see what he brings. I'm sure it's not going to be great on his first, um, game. Like, I'm not saying that I want him to lose his first game. I'm just saying it might be, like, a learning curve for him. But I'm excited. I think that he has a lot to offer us, and there's going to be a lot in store for, uh, Xiao Sen to bring to the team. Um, and I'm excited to see if he's going to be able to be a solid backup while Domingue's out. Won't know until we see him play, right? All right. That is it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Um, let me know what you guys think about these prospects. Yeah, like give me some, send me some tweets uh, at JK underscore Kender or at Locked on Devils on Twitter. Um just send me some tweets about what you think about the prospects, about the trade, um, anything you want to talk about, tweet me. Um, I love to hear from you guys. So, so thank you again for listening and go Devils.